Welcome back to What's Eating You. I'm Brian Yang. Follow me on Instagram at Brian L. Yang and on Twitter at Brian Yang. Here with my co-host oh, as always. Oh my God, it's me, Ariel E.A.T. You can find me on the internet at Ariel E.A.T. on Instagram and Twitter and ArielEAT.com. As always, we're presented by Listening Party, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Brandon Collins. That's you. That's you right hey, there. Everybody. <laughs> He's very excited Hi. to be here. Oh, this is great. <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for being on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I think I've been like secretly, like, I wasn't secretly, I was openly trolling y'all, be like, what are you going to have me on this show? So, yeah, see, yeah. actually, well, I appreciate it. this was a truly a closed mouth, don't get fed situation, and he fed. <laughs> He's on the show. <laughs> I, I went to the Brian Yang approach to getting booked. You know? That's <laughs> true. He's like, when are you going to have me on the show? And You're uh, here, you made it. Now. We just had to wait for Black History Month. Yes, honestly. that's really what it was. That's, that's, what what we're doing. that's why a lot of people were booking me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, for... Lunar New Year, I was booked more than ever before. Because <laughs> no. perspective. You gotta yeah. get, yeah. you gotta get it in during your month, man. So do it. Yeah. Same. People are really confused as to what I am. So I'm booked <laughs> all year. I'm booked until April, and yeah. I'm not really sure why. Uh, you guys, let's let's get into it. What's eating you? What's eating yeah. us? Well, um, on Twitter last night, Elizabeth Warren posted this story about how Trump is deporting Hmong people back to Laos. No. Over 4,000 people are under threat of deportation, and uh, that's really eating me, and it's sad because we've been here. It's not, Hmong people are, like, obviously, well, I don't like, think. why Hmong people? Well, that's so specific. He is just looking at any people who are in the U.S. who aren't citizens mm-hmm. with a criminal record, right? So Hmong people, like, and I don't think Mexicans should be deported either. I think they should be able to be here. But Mexican people uh, have are coming here more recently, right? So you could kind of understand their argument, like we don't want a new influx of no immigration. Okay. Hmong people have been here for like 40 years, and now if you have a criminal record and you're not a citizen, you're under threat of deportation. So you could have lived here uh, since you were 20, maybe been convicted of a crime, served your time, and now be a contributing oh, member shit. to society, and he's going to send your ass back to Laos, which you've never lived there. I mean, he does that to Spanish people all the time. He does that to, yeah, Latin You've been living people. here your whole life. Yeah. And he's yep. like, well, you know, it's time to and go back. And it's just interesting because Asians have not, I don't think we've, we haven't had to feel this yet. Mm. So it's very interesting because we've he's always coming up to cool. everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's everybody. If you're, not, if you're not a blue-eyed white person from a foreign country, you're going away. You're going. Trump yeah, is like, yeah. I'm rooting for everybody white. That's and the craziest doing. part is the only reason why Hmong people are in America is because we sided with the Americans during the secret war in Laos. That government was part of the communist regime that was taking over Southeast Asia. Uh, so Vietnam, Laos. Uh, fell under communism, so everyone who sided with the U.S. or didn't want to stay had to leave, and we had to leave in the 70s and 80s, so we can't go back, really, because they see us as defectors, you know? So you can't really send us back because they don't like us there either, so it's really scary. They don't want us here. They don't want us there. Are you nervous? No. Well, I'll be fine. My family are all citizens, Okay, but... I know a lot of people whose parents aren't citizens, um, but have been working and living here, you know, for the majority of their lives. Yeah. Does your family speak English, though, the ones that are citizens? Do they speak it fluently? Yeah, most of my family, uh, basically just my grandfather is not fluent 
but that's it. Because yeah. my my wife has family that like are citizens, but they don't speak fluent English, mm-hmm. and like some of her relatives are like Trump supporters. I'm like, if he oh. gets reelected yeah. again, they're gonna go to everybody and be like, "Do you speak English?" Like, right. ask them some questions, and if not, they're gonna deport everybody. Yeah, right. it's terrifying where we're going. Oh yeah, it's uh, not great. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm just saying it's fucked up. But if you're to the point where Asians are getting deported, that's not good. Because we yeah, were no, never no. the ones that were. I know. You win one <laughs> Academy Award, and all of a sudden he wants to send you back. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what Brandon. Tell me what your what's eating you is. Uh, what's what's eating me? This is gonna be like kind of personal, but like um. So I have a day job, like most uh, comedians that are trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, my company is going through a lot of, like, reorg changes. Like, there's recent layoffs and all this stuff. And I am really bothered by people that think they're leaders who are in the executive level. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, no one's following them. No one, like, believes in them. No one trusts them and shit. And it's, like, it's just, like, this lack of self, uh, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. For me, that's, like, a big pet peeve of mine. Like, and maybe it's because I go to therapy a lot, so I'm way more self-aware than yeah. I used to be. But I, I just, like... You need to understand your faults. You need to understand your shortcomings as a leader, as an influencer. And if you don't, then you shouldn't be in a role of influence. Well, do you know how this person got the job? How these people got the yeah, job? Yeah. Oh, because they were like part of like the OG crew. Yeah. Like they just protect so, each other. So then they yeah. never had to. And yeah, they exactly. don't actually care. Exactly. So they yep. don't have to relate to the people mm-hmm. or be good at their job, really, because yep. there's no consequences. People are also so resistant to change. Like m- my wife recently became... Uh, a manager at her job okay. right and she's one of the younger managers mm-hmm. so she's like we're, we're doing like so many things inefficiently she's like we can consolidate these um departments we can get rid of this whole process that we've been doing that slows us down and people actually like the slower shittier process because it's what they're used to yeah mm-hmm. Yep. Like, they would rather do the harder thing because they're used to it than the easier thing to learn one day and change. And it'll be easier for the yeah. rest of their time working there. And that's what drives me crazy about, like, where we're at. Like, especially, like, um, the people that – and I get it. Like, when you lose your jobs and, like, you're in, like, a, the rural areas and you, like, you know, there's not many job opportunities. But there are job trainings. And a lot of people don't take the – like, the, you know, state governments up on that because, like you said, they're resistant to change. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they need to learn anything new thing because I spent – 30 years perfecting how to like you know bend steel or like yeah. what have you um and I, for me i think that that's like the the downfall it's like we're not willing to be adaptable enough fuck rural america <laughs> that's really saying. the main takeaway from you this can episode. eat our whole asshole <laughs> rural america you probably wouldn't even know how <laughs> Anyway, guys, what's eating me? Um, I'm not going to get into specifics because I don't know if they listen, but name I'm names. Ti- not going to name names, okay. but I'm tired of my friends dating whack fuck boys. Ah! But like actively dating them for many years. These people suck. They haven't brought anything to their lives and they continue to date these people. And then you think that they've hit a rock bottom and that it's going to be like, this is the moment we're getting out of it. And we're, I'm going to support you friend. And then they're back in with the bullshit. And I've been in abusive relationships too. So I get it. But I can't help you if you won't help yourself. Would you tell them that you don't like their boyfriends? Um, I think that this person knows because they never bring them up. Uh. And then uh, they only bring them up. They've been dating them for maybe five years, a little more than that. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And they only bring them up when some shit has really gone left. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it seems like they're going to get out. And I'm like, okay, I'm here to support you. Like, know that. I'm here. And then... 
like my friend told me yesterday that she was like getting out of this relationship that was bad, um, bad for her. Yeah. Not, it's just all, all bad. And um, I was like, okay, I'm here. You can sleep over if you need to. Do whatever you got to do. So this morning I called her and see if she's okay. And she's like, yeah, he's. Uh, we talked about it. He changed his mind, and because he was gonna break up with her. And I'm just like, what is happening? Why? And it's a lot of it is. Um, I'm a woman of a certain age now. We're all like in our 30s. And so a lot of women feel like, oh, I've got to stay with this oh, person because yeah. I, you know, it's time. I'm running out of time. Yeah. yeah, I'm running out of time. Do I want to start all over again now right. at 31, 32? I feel like our generation is so different, though. Like, I think, yes, we as creatives see it differently. But oh. someone who's Some living a regular ass life, okay. yes, yeah, someone okay. who's like. One of my close friends got married because of that pressure. Like, his, yeah. his girl was like, we need to get married by this age. Because it's right. time. We need to have a kid by this age. Like, right. she's very traditional. And then he got forced into this thing, which is like, you still have your own decision making process and stuff. But they got married and then divorced within two years. Yeah. And now Be- they have a kid because, like, oh. they followed that trajectory that she had right. laid out in her mm-hmm. mind. And so it's. It's all a shit story. That's how it goes. So okay. a, a couple of my friends that are like in their 30s, I can see that they're not super happy with their mate, mm. but they're like, well, I'm here now. And what am I going to do? Start over again? I'm like, yeah. That's <laughs> Start so crazy. over. Right, yeah. We're young. Because women aren't even in their prime yet. No. no. That's crazy. Yeah. But I guess if you are the kind of woman that wants to have a baby and stuff, by the time you're 32, you only have a couple years left. You only have until right. like 37, There's 38. There's 50-year-old women out here having babies. I know that. It's not super and safe, I'm not, Right. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's just. What's safe these days? What is <laughs> safe? The medical The mysteries. world's ending in 2040. Wild out. <laughs> do what you got to do. Have I babies at 50, 60, The whatever. world really will, would end before we get to full, like, um, diversity. Yeah, we only have like, thirty more years. Yeah, so like, like, they timed it out perfectly. Yeah, it's about to be that time. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, man. The world's like, man, these fucking POC are getting a little too, little too comfortable, a little too uppity. Yeah, Bro, well. I went to a, a kid's birthday party this this weekend, and it's like all these biracial couples, and all their kids look like Ariel. They have your mm-hmm. complexion, and I'm like, that's what's gonna like get world peace. Is once yeah. we all look the same. Everyone's a lot beige. of me. Yeah. yeah, a lot of beige girls, curly hair, curly headed, confusing bitches. Yeah. they are going to rule the world, and by they, I mean me. Yes. Yeah. You and Zazzy Beats. That's <laughs> yes. It. I love her. And the girl from that new show, Avenue 5. So, guys, let's talk a little about Brandon. Uh-huh. So, what? what's, uh, we already talked about what's eating you, but tell us a little about your background with food. Do you like to cook? Oh, I love cooking. I Do love, you? Uh, yeah, I love cooking. Um, I like cooking Italian food for some reason. Okay. Maybe that's why, like, my best friends are Italian, mm-hmm. but, um. Yeah, I love cooking chicken parm. That's like my, my that's, your go-to. that's my dish. Yeah, nice. that's, my wife loves it. Like, do I you love buy it. the chicken cutlet or do you make your own chicken? I, I make them my own. Stuff. Nice. The only thing is, I don't do the whole hammer thing. Like, okay. I I just like, you know, I cut them thin enough where mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's a it's a laborious process, but it it's is. with a lot of love. And I like to make my own meat sauce if I have the time. Mm-hmm. Wow, how do you do that? Well, I just do like you know the the crushed tomatoes. I get like you know the seasoning. I do like you know finely chopped gar- garlic. Uh, get some oregano in there, and then I just like slow cook that sauce. Oh, that's and awesome! And if I have uh, if I have a lot of time, I like to do uh, you know uh, like either um, like ribs or like you know like uh, neck bones or something like mm-hmm. that to like kind of like braise the sauce a little bit. Oh shit! I just Beautiful. so that's like hours. Yeah, that's I like feel me that. like not having shit slow to do and low. Like, <laughs> me taking a sick day at yeah. work and just chilling. What sides are you making with these mains? Oh, it's just chicken parm and the the pasta, man. That's it. Oh no, but that's when it. you're doing the ribs. Or the neck bones. Oh, like, I usually keep those for like a stew or something like that. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
I gotcha. just made a really good penne vodka this uh, weekend. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Best and that takes so- all fucking day. <laughs> Best meat sauce I ever made, though, was from leftover fucking steak bones from Peter Luger's. Ooh. Oh, really? Because you, yeah. you can take the bones home, and I fucking, ooh, that meat sauce was good. Wow. Do you make broth with these bones? Mm-hmm. Do you? I do everything, man. How do you like, incorporate the bone? Like, what? what's the process? I mean, you just, like, do water. You do, like, some, uh, you know, salt and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You just let that... And then get oh and you the bone yeah, just, I flavors. Mean, usually the there's so much like uh, excess fat and like mm-hmm. meat still. It's just delicious. Mm. Oh my maybe god! There, maybe there's it's something to sexual. this broth thing. Maybe there is. Do you just eat broth by itself? Or no, I'm not a psychopath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a broth place here that we hate. We yeah. tried it. <laughs> so apparently there's a diet you can go on. It's just a broth diet. So you're just drinking broth. And you're it's just, just shitting liquid, right? Yeah. I mean, it's another white scam. So what they do. Is your for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You have broth, and you pay like ten dollars per cup of this broth. Fuck out of here. So we thought it was the whitest thing ever. I have a new roommate. She is now on a broth diet, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, she is the epitome of whiteness." Where does she get her broth? She makes her own broth. Oh, she so makes every it. Sunday now okay. the house smells does like broth. Does broth have enough nutrients though for you to be able to survive? They say that it does. Well, you're supposed to be doing it in addition to like a healthy diet, but okay. it's. It's supposed to like see. It is like you. a meal replacer. Yeah, she has yeah. it for breakfast. Right, um, and this broth place is like, you know, it's one of those like yeah. organic, uh, trendy places. Sure. And yeah, the broth is like very expensive, and then people can also buy the frozen broth from them and do like the yeah. broth diet. It's a whole thing. That's fucking too I know. much. It's, it's nuts. A lot. Yeah. There's. I'd rather go just full vegan. Than I'd rather just go juicing. Yeah. Or do whole thirty then, because at least I'm right. eating. Yep. The broth doesn't feel like uh, you can sustain it. Yeah, you it's can't. Not, it's you just, can't live like well, that. Well, she's got like a wedding coming up. She's oh, like, so that's it's literally like drinking like vegetable or meat juice. It's yeah, like it not... is meat juice. Well, because I think there's like there's good things in there for you for your nails and skin and hair because mm. there's like collagen or whatever. Mm. So I get it, but also nah, I would rather just eat vegetables because it you're, feels I mean, chewing really dumb. It feels dumb. Yeah. It feels dumb. I think people, just because they pay a certain amount of money, they're like, it works. Yeah. And, like, yeah. No, it's and it's just one of those placebo. things in like 10 years, we'll be like, man, that was stupid. Oh, like really unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cause people to like bleed out their butts. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, and also, it is a huge scam because oh, yeah. broth is like the base of a meal. Right. It's not the meal. No. Like, you need noodles and meat and things to and make vegetables. it a soup. Yeah. yeah. A whole ass yeah. soup. It's yeah, like could- getting a cup of ice. <laughs> you know, that's gonna be the next. That's thing. the next oh. wave. Ooh, cup of ice. Ice diet. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what some celebrities do. Um, Chew remember, ice. Yeah, I remember Seth Rogen talked about. It's, it's probably Zach Efron, but like uh, they were doing a table read of a script, mm-hmm. and in one page, like it like required like the co-star to like take off their shirt. And the guy's like, God damn it. And then, like, starts doing push-ups in the back and just eating ice chips. Oh, man. So it had to be Zach Efron. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because that's, like, the only guy like that. Yeah. Would. I yeah. heard Joaquin Phoenix chewed ice cubes for his role for Joker so that he could stay skinny. Because he got real eat. thin. Yeah, he was yeah. not well. Can I just say, Joaquin Phoenix has been playing psychopaths for, like, a decade. Because yeah. that's his whole vibe. Like, that's uh, not... The Joker was good, but it wasn't a stretch for no. Joaquin no. I mean, if you've but seen, like, The Master, yeah. it's, yes. like, kind of the same role. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's a stretch when he plays someone likable, like in her. 
It's like, oh, he yeah, seems yeah. kind of normal. That was a no, what? That's so as you normal guys are psychopaths. as he can no, get. No, that was that was a pretty like that was just a lonely guy. Yeah, like, you know, he was just looking for love. I, I hate I, that I you guys found him relatable because I found him creepy. And oh, scary. I didn't think he was relatable. I just understood no, where that, he was coming from. We're saying on the scale of Joaquin Phoenix, yes. her is on his scale most of one to Joaquin. Yeah, <laughs> is his most like okay, like I he guess. seems yeah. fine. No, he you still have to be weird for no. That's what I mean. You still have to be weird for that movie because he's falling in love with his phone. Yeah, he's fucking a boy. Yeah. yeah, not great. You know, I don't like where this is heading. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what is your background? Is did your parents cook for you growing up, or did you cook on your uh, own? My mom cooked for me for quite a while. Um, it's just me and my mom, and then uh, I started cooking for myself like early high school and stuff like that. Like just because um, she worked li- a lot, I like usually did like a lot of like sports or club activities. So like we would get home at different hours, mm-hmm. so I just like either would get food out or I would like cook myself. Like so I think that's probably why I got into Italian food because it's like pretty easy yeah, to cook pasta, yourself. Yeah. It's, it's easy and really delicious. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. just I eating like... a lot of pasta and butter for a while. <laughs> not <laughs> not because we were poor, but just because like I was like, this is easy and it tastes good. Yeah. Right. You know, um I get that. and so uh, you know, as I grew up, like one biggest things I always looked for was like, can I cook here? Like in the dorms, we had a kitchen, I always used that. And then when I had my first apartment, like all I did was cook. Like I barely barely ate out. Um, I've gotten really bad with that lately just because my hours are so crazy with work yeah. and then podcasting and comedy and stuff. But uh, I love cooking. Yeah. I don't like Blue Apron and stuff anymore. I used to like we that stuff. We talk about that yeah, all the time. It's, it's and good. I have followed it's, it. But it's a starter. It's a good starter, but it's also a good way to like know some recipes and then do your own stuff. That's mm-hmm. what we said. That's yeah. what I've been doing. Like, so I, just, I like, hate being constrained like, by just the box. Yes. I like to do my own thing, like whatever I have in my There's fridge. It's just, it's not sustainable. I don't know that as yeah. a co- company they can keep going because no. people do use it for maybe three months, four months, they get the idea and then mm. it's over. Then you can yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. There's not enough seasoning. It's just salt and pepper. And you're like, yeah, and you're like, wait a minute. No motherfuckers are so basic. Like, <laughs> it's why it's a white company. It's That's so another white. thing. Whenever I. Uh, if a Spanish person made a blue apron, that'd be game over. Oh, they'd be, be two boxes. Azul. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it would just be, t- it'd just be two canisters of adobo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy, bitch. Yeah. Whenever I watch uh, a YouTube uh, to get a recipe and it's a white person, mm. I always double the seasoning. Yeah. Because yes. white people like a pinch of salt. I've never heard of a pinch no. of salt. No. Like when my family's cooking, you yep. take the whole container of salt and then you kind of just right, sprinkle it around. Hope for the yeah. best. My roommate made me, um, she, I mean, she's lovely, nice girl, but she is very Caucasian. So she's like, I like to meal prep. So I made these little egg bites for the morning and I made you some. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. So there's little egg things that you put like peppers and onions in and you put them in a muffin tin uh-huh. so you just yeah. have egg in the morning. Yeah. So I had it this morning thinking like I don't know what I thought it would taste like. It was not good. It no. was, there was no seed like no salt no pepper. Good. Yeah. It was just like a chunk of onion and a chunk of like you can there's a way to finesse that and I'm like oh I would make this and I would just make yeah. it better. Probably gotta soften those veggies first. Well the eggs also it. were really hard like oh, she didn't put no. any I like to put cream in my eggs right. Um, to make it a little softer mm-hmm. and more whipped yeah. and it was just like hard egg. You know how I feel about eggs. I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> eggs are something that seems so easy, but, but you, you have to kind of master yeah, them. Yeah. They can overcook so within seconds yeah. you can overcook an egg. So Oh, you know what it was, it was missing butter. I like my eggs with butter. Yeah, white people don't like butter. butter. They don't like butter. She they uses Pam. Butter, salt. Like uh what other things are white people like? White people are verse. <laughs> uh, uh, anything with like extra seasoning, spice. Spice. Yeah, yeah spice That's why like general. the Popeye's chicken sandwich blew up because it actually uses like Cajun spice. And they're like, what are these flavors? White people are like, this is too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Flavor explosion. Oh no. my god. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna remake it. I'll bring it in. 
You won't like it, but it's gonna be fine. It'll be keto. It's good. the egg bites. Yeah, I liked I like the um, sous vide egg bites from yeah Star- from Starbucks. Starbucks. It was basically that. I've but made with no something flavor. similar to that before, but I add um, cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. bacon Ooh. chives. It needed cheese. Yeah. It needed yeah. cheese. And you do when you make eggs, you do need like you need quite a bit of salt. Yeah, you yeah. need flavor. Well, I do a adobo, a little bit of lime sometimes. Ooh. On your eggs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Eggs, like, I, I, we switch it up sometimes. Like, I right. put cheese in my eggs if I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, you can't just have basic eggs. Yeah, no. and you, you, you can do a simple. Hot sauce? Yeah, hot sauce. In my scrambled eggs, I'll do um, garlic, poultry seasoning, salt, Ooh. pepper, mm-hmm. and a little cayenne. A little. I put paprika in everything. Yeah. yeah. And you Smoke add that paprika? to the Yeah, you add that to the mixture. And it. It's just like the subtle hint of flavor in yeah. your eggs that yeah. you're like, oh, like that's nice. Yeah. Because you, a, a lot of people growing up, like you'll do the egg and then you'll add salt and pepper just at the end, mm-hmm. and you only get the salt and pepper on in the like top. Yeah. Weird places. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's why, like, um, you guys watched uh, the Chef Show. Which one? Um, on yeah. Netflix. There's with the, with the one from the movie Chef. Like, oh yeah, the one okay, John yeah, yeah. with uh, yeah. John Favreau. Right. The reason why I like that one is that it's it's people of color usually showing John Favreau how to cook. Right. So it's like it's like actually he's like we just we don't put more in just a uh, salt and pepper. Like no, bro, you put like a lot of juices, you yeah. put like, a lot of flavor. There's just, things like, happening. You got, yeah, it's just like oh okay. This I stole a lot of recipes from that show. Oh, the yeah. grilled cheese and the movie. Yeah, the green curry and yeah, the pasta he makes. Yeah, I the pork. Too. I like. I took the whole. Like, I've, I've looked that up and I found the whole recipe for like doing like the citrus juice and mm. all the mix mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I made some bang and pork chops. Yeah, from that show, I didn't. I whenever I made green curry, I would always buy the curry paste, mm. and then I learned how to make my own curry paste and. The what? last time I made curry, send that recipe. I over. had to. I will. I had to buy the curry paste because my um, food processor broke, and I felt like such a pussy. <laughs> uh, I have to use a store bought. I hate myself. Store bought is fine. Ina said so. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. but w- when I made it with my own curry paste, it was so much better because yeah. everything's yeah. fresh. Absolutely, super fresh. Everything's better. like when. So growing up, my mom never got fresh garlic. She only got this fucking garlic in the in the um, in the water thing. in the water yeah. where it's minced, and it's just Ooh, it's so yeah. it tastes completely different. So it isn't until now that my mom started using real garlic, it's and I'm like, so yeah, it's just like a second of your life that yeah. you have to mince the garlic yourself, and it changes everything. It does. Mm, Why yeah. are you doing this? I I will say I'm glad as I got became an adult, I like learn things about food myself because my mom never really used chopped garlic she always used garlic powder mm-hmm. and seasoning salt which is absolutely terrible for you but that you know but it gave a, a lot of staple. flavor but like yeah. you know like now that i know about fresh ingredients and right. actually cooking yeah. like I've, I've been confused but it's garlic. a good it's a good starter yeah you it learned is. it was your blue apron That's as it. a child our yeah. parents generation i feel like was all about like economy of time mm-hmm. and like i don't think they i mean the organic stuff wasn't really around everything was like pre-prepared yeah. or like um had preservatives in it and like that's just the time the 80s and 90s was just like make a quick dinner in and out and it was kind of like frowned upon to not get a dinner that had like that didn't have like a store-bought label on it yeah, yeah. it was like yeah stovetop TV but now dinners, yeah that's our generation is like i want to make everything from scratch yeah, yeah. and i think it's back just like how the pendulum swings back and forth like we're like oh like this is a better way yeah. yeah, I can't like imagine like dating someone who doesn't know how to cook <laughs> or doesn't enjoy cooking. I just be like nah, <laughs> my wife hates cooking. I don't know what's going on. Uh, here. That's that's just me. Love my but, um, man does not cook really. I mean, yeah. he tr- bless his heart. He, he tries. tries, but mm, 
I eat it, you know, because you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. Put a, <laughs> you gotta encourage That's what love cause, is. because because you gotta encourage it because then I'm like, no, I don't want him to not ever cook, but oh, I'd see, rather. I just put a moratorium on. I was like, you just, you will never cook, and I will just. No, but then cook. he never, he'll never learn. But it's too late. <laughs> it's not too late. He's, <laughs> like remember, he's younger than me. It's not too late. Okay. So he's he's got to learn. How old is he? He's 25. Okay, oh, that's sure. actually around yeah. when I yeah. started getting really into cooking. Yeah. Okay. So he's getting there. Does it's he like it, awful. though? He likes it. Okay. He likes it just fine. Because I got I mean, really I love it. into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I love it, and I care. So all yeah. the caring yeah. love goes into the food. I whereas... think it's just for some people. Like, for me, it became a hobby. Like, I like buying the nice cookware. Right. I like buying a nice knife. And I, I like having all the utensils. Mm-hmm. And then I also like, like, figuring out. Like, it's a whole I love I love process. food in general. Like, and I love serving it. Like, when I was 16, I was a manager at Subway Sandwiches. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I used to wake up. I used to, like, wake up at 5 to open the place. Yeah. Like, I would prep the tomatoes and everything. And I was like, it was like art for me. Right. Yeah. I took it way too seriously. Mise en place. Yeah. <laughs> I made my Subway, own that was a different shit. time. That's when Subway was regarded as a it beautiful establishment. Yeah. yeah. Jared like the... was free. Yeah. <laughs> Things were different. It was a different time. Jared <laughs> was a, a free simpler man. simpler time. It was, man. And it's until proven guilty. Right. Yeah. Proven guilty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, truly yeah. a simpler that's time. A, that's a dark story. Yeah, it's, it's dark. dark yeah. No, but I worked with. at a deli, too. I worked at Jersey Mike's in high school. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I do feel like having some food service in your background does make you appreciate yeah. the process. And, like, I, I honestly, my favorite feeling, I love stand-up, but the best feeling, honestly, I get is when someone eats my food and is like, this is, yeah. like, the best steak I've ever had or this yeah. is the yeah. best that whatever I've ever had. I thought about being a chef for a second. So have I. I worked yeah. at, at Bubblegum Shrimp Company, and right before I put in my two weeks, well, I actually quit on the spot. But um, <laughs> I I was talking to, like, the head chef about working in the kitchen, like, in starting, like, at the very bottom because I was a host and server, and I was like, I kind of want to be in the kitchen. Like, that mm-hmm. seems like a lot of fun. I like cooking. And, like, so she and I were talking, and then – the manager of the front of the house did some fuckboy shit, so I, I quit. Uh, After being there for like about two years. Yeah. Damn. Food service, they, you get treated like shit. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. I mean, yeah. I never did it's food service nightmare. exactly, but I did work at Starbucks for like seven that's years. That's food service. That's, yeah, that's, but like, is. but it's, it's coffee. Mo- it's like but, no, but that's, me. that's intense. I would yeah. I could never be a barista. Same, same. That's just I like. I disagree. I thought it was. It was fun. No, time. but anytime you're preparing something for someone, that's when you get into the space of like, they treat you like a dog. Yep. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's like customized, yep. all that stuff. Yep. Like, yeah. whereas when you're a cook, like you have the recipe, like you can't really deviate from mm-hmm. it. Like, unless but so, it's I mean, very drinks are the same. You 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 only deviate a little bit. So if you got like a grande latte comes with two shots, if they wanted an extra shot, yeah. you're not like deviating that. No, hard. but I, I'm just saying people are so particular about their food because mm-hmm. we'd have people like extra mayo and then you slather in the mayo and then they're like that's too much mayo like yeah. wait you asked for extra mayo yeah. like people are so weird about their food i mean yeah people did someone did throw a frappuccino at me once yeah <laughs> that's what i'm talking about like that shit so i guess i guess i did have it that's food to me if you're preparing something whether it's sandwiches yep. or even just coffee like to me anytime it's you on the front lines with the public you're doing food service and like we're basically combat veterans. Is what yeah. I'm <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thank us for our yeah. service. And you work retail. I also worked yeah. at Macy's, oh. and, and that's forever. just as bad. I worked a bit. Bye bye, baby. That was a fucking yeah. crazy oh, job. No. So we've yeah. all had the comedian. The, all the jobs that lead you to become a comedian. Oh yeah, that's true. Because you're working with the public constantly, uh-huh. and you're just like improvising. You're yeah. figuring it out. You're you see d- the darkness doing crowd yeah, work. Yeah, dude, exa- <laughs> that's what I've always said. Until you work food service and retail, you don't realize that when people always say, "I believe in he- the good of humanity." 
masculinity? No. no. <laughs> 99% of people are evil and bad. They, yes. They're all crazy. Like, when yeah. I went to Bye Bye Baby, there was people, like, having sex under the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. stuff. Like, uh, this one dude, I remember, I actually have in a screenplay, he, he was doing stroller demonstrations, mm-hmm. and there was this one that got recalled. And I remember this white woman was like, it's this big black guy named Omar. And she's like, so why did they recall that last stroller? He's like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. Like, it was like, they were like close up on babies and shit, blood everywhere. <laughs> what? Like and the, no, the stroller would just snap. And there was no bandage around, so it's just me and this guy. And I'm just like, there. Like, holy shit, just said that, and nothing's going to happen to him because no one's around to be like, hey, Omar, don't say anything. Like yeah. That. I just oh, like, there's blood everywhere. He did a bad series. <laughs> I worked at um so forever so I worked at Starbucks forever and then right after that I worked at Lush forever, and oh, um, it's the bath bomb place. So the number one question I used to get asked all the time: What do you think it was? I wonder if you guys could figure this out. It was bath bombs. I don't think you can you eat them. Okay, that's a question we would get a lot. Okay. But the main question we'd get is: Is it safe for my vagina? Oh, what? Constantly, like every they wanted day. They to put them because, oh, because, because like, it would you can get a UTI. In there. Oh. You can get a U- but no, that's so. That's what stupid people think that it's just gonna flow up into <laughs> like a whirling vortex right. that is your vagina <laughs> because there's glitter on it and stuff. And they're right. like, no, you're fine. This this company would not exist. No. Yeah, would they right. say it out loud? Or would they whisper it to you? They'd whisper it to me right. constantly every day of my life. This is gonna make my pussy smell. Weird. Yeah, like, like, it was what? mostly like, is this safe? Are you like vagina? opening your pussy? Yeah. in the bath. <laughs> Let me show you how your pussy. <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing like in the bathroom? a suction. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, you get weird questions I all the time. Uh, I remember uh, Bubblegum Shrimp Company. I had to do trivia because I was. Oh like, right, yeah, you, yeah. If you get if you get packed in Times Square, they would like do trivia to kill the time for people waiting in line oh, to okay. do the table. And I was doing trivia one time, and I was like, asking about like who said life is like a box of chocolates. Was it Forrest's mom, Bubba's mom, or like Lieutenant Dane's mom? And someone was like, Bubba. And then one dude who was clearly not from New York was like, no, Bubba's the colored boy. Oh, oh no. Wow. All these white oh, people God. are looking at me and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, anybody want crackers? <laughs> a bucket of crackers to get to the winners. <laughs> they just started giving out crackers. Wow. Crackers and the colored boy. But yeah, so. <laughs> That's the name of my My book. mom is adopted and her parents, my grandparents are white. Okay. From Macon, Georgia. And they still to this day called black people colored. <laughs> Oh, and they man. don't understand, like, your family, half of your family is colored. Mm. And my uncle's wife is black. But oh, they man. just, that's just, yeah, you can't change them now. Yikes. So they call just, Obama that color again. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's oh, nuts. No. It's oh, fucking no. nuts. I've heard my grandfather say colored boy so many times in my life. And it's just like, oh. But I guess we're in Macon, Georgia. So yeah. that's what everyone No one's going to go yeah. there, I guess. Well, that's the thing is, like, all these places that people, like, in theory, don't, like, make it a point to like visit often have like a lot of voting power that's what's crazy about the electoral ah, college and stuff like that yeah, yeah it's like these pockets yeah yeah that don't represent anyone outside no. their like small <laughs> area and there's nobody really living there just like that's a why few they're white mad people and, yeah <laughs> right. a few white people and some horses i don't know oh. we, that's why there should be two presidents one president for the coasts and then one <laughs> president for the middle of the country yeah. You know? it, the country is too big to have it's one too president. big yeah we we're basically like three countries in one country yeah. yeah if you go two hours west of new york you're in bumfuck pennsylvania and uh and it's crazy i it's... was doing stand-up there during the kavanaugh trial and one of the comics started talking about it and she goes like so you guys know about the kavanaugh thing right and no one had heard of it oh, and in wow. new york it was like the big everything yeah. was talking about it every day 
also, again, we're in our little bubble. Yeah, also, we are. That's our, what I if mean. you're on like Twitter, you're in our comedian yeah, bubble where right. we're all like liberal assholes. Yeah. You know? so well, most of us are. They were like, generally. what's the Supreme Court? I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh, it sounds like. supreme. <laughs> uh. well, that's, well, yeah. I mean, it's just also like people aren't educated. They don't know anything. A lot of people can't read anymore, which is crazy. No, that's, that's what I've learned thing. with the whole parasite thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, like, people like, who write for Mother Jones and too many the New York Times were like, I don't like reading. It's like, wait, you guys are journalists? <laughs> and you're just like right on Twitter saying, I hate reading? I'm literally in a group chat with some comedians, and some of them are saying they're not going to watch it because they don't want to read. <laughs> but it's like, that's what? So you know what, though? I'm someone that already has closed captioning on. Oh. I need to have it on at all times. Me too. Okay. So maybe for us, it's not even a thing we think about. Because I started that with Game of Thrones, and I just say every yeah, show now. Yeah, because whispering. Watch ca- all they did was whisper yeah, on that I damn just show. Close captioning now. Ugh. Just because I don't want to miss anything, and also my hearing is not great. So. Also, it was good for Game of Thrones too, because you would like see there were so many character names. Yep. And it was like, oh, okay, that guy is that. And then if you could visually see their name, you could put that to their face. Yeah. yeah. You could also decipher the meaning of what they're saying because sometimes right. there'd be some of the actors that take it really seriously. Right. And you'd be like, all right, I need to decipher what this dude is talking <laughs> right. about. Right. <laughs> need to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I, I grew up watching like Jackie Chan movies that were not dubbed because mm. my family loved him. So, yeah, I just we just always had subtitled movies yeah. since I was a kid. Um, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not that... I never really watched anything dubbed i guess like because kung fu movies are generally dubbed when we get them but no like yeah. most things i saw had subtitles right i guess that is coming from uh like a family that you speak two languages in the household yeah that's true you're just more you're probably more yeah be cool with it yeah i guess i don't know who knows anymore also like i feel like you can get the feel of the story if it's a good movie, you can mm. get the feel of the story without really reading every line word yeah. for word, too. There are, uh, yeah, there are like some movies that definitely, like, you know, are quiet. And you just like interpret the actions mm-hmm. and body language and stuff. But there's one movie I've tried to watch that was like all in ASL, which is American Sign Language. Oh, but right. no subtitles. So you're literally just watching people it's sign the whole movie. It's literally a silent film. And they're not talking. And you're oh. just like, I, I, oh, I was man. like, I am overwhelmed with this. Like, okay. there's no way I can watch this for two and a half hours and try to figure out what's going on. Okay. Like, that's the kind of movie where I, like, I'll tap out. Yeah. I th- there was a movie my roommate tried to make me watch that was like that. Maybe it was the same movie. And I was like, it's I can't. It's called The Tribe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And I'm and just I like, I can't do this. I'm right. going to try. I'm going to try again. My wife is uh, flew in the ASL, but, like, even oh. she was like, this is intense. Yeah. Well, it's really fast. And remember, I... You have to like look at uh, facial expressions mm. and the way that where wow. people are holding their hands because that also like tells you like the tone of like what they're saying. It's just a lot. Wow. Okay. And I heard that. it was a good movie. Though. It's supposed to be really really yeah. good, but I'm like reviewers, how job review this? Because I don't y'all ain't flew in ASO. Right. They watched it more than once, maybe. Huh. Not Okay. <laughs> You're right. They That's don't. That's the thing BS about the Oscars is that They don't even watch it at all. They don't no. even yeah. watch. These voters openly talk about how they, they can't watch everything. So it's just like, well, you shouldn't have voting power. You need to prove that you've watched all the things That's that are That's so eligible easy to, vote. to me now, too, because I feel like they send the screeners, but you could also just send a link and you can tell if someone like, okay, like Netflix knows if you watch yeah. something for two minutes or yeah. if you completed it. The acad- If you're in the Academy, that means you have means. That yeah. means they could send you a link to your... Uh, computer, you can stream it there, and then they can see. Okay, this guy completed yep. all the movies that he can is eligible to vote for. Now he can vote. Yep. But I also feel like it's your job. Watch the movie. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's you have one job. My Watch wife and I, like, we are huge film nerds, so we saw all of the short films. Okay. And 
uh, and the documentaries. Mm -hmm. And in those categories, I can tell people just voted for the movies that had USA next to them. Mm. Because American Factory and... Uh, Hair Love. Hair oh. Love was good. I oh, liked Hair so, Love. Yeah. I thought that was gonna that deserved to win. But American Factory won Best Documentary. And then like uh, Life Through a Window won Best Live uh, Action Short. Uh -huh. And those two, I don't think, were the best in no. their categories. But they were both American movies. Of course. So I feel like people yeah. saw the ballot. Like, okay, these were USA just check that. Yeah. You know, that's that. That's a weird. That's a, oh, it's BS. so weird. Dude, yeah. American Factory is just like about a factory in Ohio that shut down. Yeah. There were other documentaries where people were like embedded in Syria for like yeah. 10 years. Well, yeah. they also getting just bombed. Did that to give the Obamas Oscars. Well, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And to give Obamas. another F you to Trump. That's right. all. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where like it gets like, I, not liberal, but I think that's where these stuff, these things lose me is that. It's just like it's all about this agenda, but it's like it reminds me of so much of 2004 when all the celebrities came out for John Kerry and mm -hmm. they're like, F Bush, let's get him out. Eminem had a song, all this stuff, vote or die. And then Bush won again. It was like none of your celebrity power does I know. anything. I'm so nervous. when Joaquin Phoenix is like talking about milk and then circles back to like my, my brother River Phoenix, I'm like, this is all crazy. Also, like yeah, his girlfriend Rooney Mara is like literally part of the Mara family yes. who owns the Giants. Yeah. And they're billionaires. Kate Mara is so hot, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I love that girl. Oh, you're you're a Kate fan. Yeah, I'm not, not into a Rooney. Rooney. She's I don't even too know skinny. Who she is. Kate is Kate is adorable. Rooney Mara was in uh, the, the girl, girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, she's the girl in the opening of the Social Network where like she's yeah. talking. Go and then Mara. Kate was in. Do you remember um, that I don't watch movies? Is that a thing? Okay, Kate was. Yeah. In this is true. Ariel said that several times through live media <laughs> popcorn podcast. We had yeah, I did. I did. I did. Right in the Con Air, she was like. I don't watch movies yet. I barely knew who Nicolas Cage was. Oh she thought, I thought it was Tom Cruise. Yeah, and wow, I had a fun time because I watched, what was that What was that called? Con Air. Con Air. That's a great movie. What a crazy film. Yeah. And I watched the extended version that he sent me. It was yeah. like three hours long, and that is why I don't watch movies. <laughs> I love that long. movie because it's so of its era. It is. Like oh, height of Nicolas Cage. Ridiculous. And it's bonk. Anything can happen in that movie. And it does. Yeah. Anything he goes does. to prison at the beginning of the movie yep. because he is a registered deadly weapon. Yep. <laughs> Hell yep. yeah. And that's how the and movie goes to prison starts. for years. Yeah. <laughs> for years. I think it's in a play with waiting for his serial killers. killers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we should come back with a food fight. All right, we're back. It's time for a food fight. <laughs> yeah! This has never gone more seamlessly. Yes. The guest loves it every time. Yes. All right, my food fight for this week, we will all three debate whether we like this food or not. Okay. Ranch dressing. Don't do this. Yep. I've already, I told you I've been nauseous for like a week. I am from California. I don't know if this is specific to my region of Northern California. I put ranch on everything. That is making French me fries. Sick. It's really gross. Uh, pizza. As I've said on other podcasts, garlic cheesy bread. Um, I'll put ranch on chicken sandwiches. I'll but put ranch why? on fried chicken. But why? why? I love Just ranch. Just so you are aware. It's so good. Brian Yang, ranch is the closest thing that tastes like semen. Just so you're aware. Oh, so word? Now, is it so really? Now, wow. So now, I when you have uh, your French fries. Wait, is this legit? I mean, I think so. It's tangy. Whoa! And white. Cum is tangy. Cum is tangy. It has a little uh, depending acid on like what it? you ate that day. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was like. If, I'm, imagine if you have a lot of this broth diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna taste like a ranch dressing. <laughs> 
No, I dated someone once that was like a chain smoker. Oh. He like only smoked and drank coffee and his shit was disgusting. So really, truly watch your diet. Oh, guys. it's very acidic. It's like it changes your whole thing. Okay. Yeah. But generally, if you're not killing yourself with cigarettes and coffee, your jizz will taste like ranch dressing. And that's the base? Base. Isn't have, that have you ever had cum that was like sweet? No. Like honey mustard? No. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue That's sweet. That's, that's sweet my aim. Race. That's my aim. So Get it to the honey race. mustard. I have a, I, have a, I have a bit about uh, a white girl that thought my cum was going to taste like a certain thing that was very racist. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you think yeah. it was going to taste like chocolate milk or something? Kool-Aid. Oh. No fucking way. Yeah, no. She really, truly thought She thought it was going to taste sweeter. Purple <laughs> I was like, this is weird. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. She was okay. a white girl from like Long Island. She had never like been around black people. I got it. But what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? I so know. you guys are both anti. Anti. Oh, I Majorly anti. You don't put ranch on you ranch on is salad. Gross. I keep I I have ranch just to entertain my guests that are usually white that love ranch on their carrots and shit. Right. But well, like that veggie then, tray. Even yeah. then, then. But this blue cheese. Yeah, you could just do blue cheese. I like blue cheese, this too, blue cheese I like both. Blue cheese blue cheese taste like... No, oh, no. I don't know why I put it up right. I famously have chunky cum. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> my cum comes out in ch- moldy <laughs> chunks. At first when I swore this podcast, I was really nervous. I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is a clean podcast. And now I'm oh, like, no, we're I'm just like, talking okay, about cool. whatever we feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Uh, yeah, ranch is disgusting. You're wrong. Well, about- I understand, Ariel, why you don't like ranch because it reminds you of a thing. Ugh. But Brandon. Because you- it's bad. It's not, not that not it reminds good. me yeah. of a thing. It, it's close to the thing, but it's not exactly the thing. But also, it's disgusting. So my f- number one favorite condiment is ranch. That if, is if I have, you're wrong. If I have French fries, my number one Ugh. dip will be ranch. That's why are you like this? I don't know. Oh, I also like mayo. I like dipping my fries in mayo, too. Well, That's ketchup. also very wrong. Oh. Mayo ketchup. Mayo ketchup yeah. is I'll do that, Hispanic staple. But not, not mayo. Yeah. That's, that's a weird mm. European shit. Yeah. What's happening to you? I don't know. Right I grew up. My very I grew eyes. up in predominantly white communities. So did I. <laughs> so did I. I didn't like uh, ranch. This is Damn a very it. suburb. But um, pod you guys are from the East Coast, though. Yeah. I, know, I grew up in the Midwest, but we still didn't fuck with ranch like that. That's oh, so you're weird. from the Midwest. That's right. You're from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Michigan is more on the eastern side of the Midwest. I feel like it's called the Midwest. <laughs> what <laughs> are you talking about? The Midwest, the most eastern edge of the Midwest. I feel like because a lot of Michigan people. Are uh, do transplant to New York? I feel like quite a bit more I, than there's, there's a yeah. lot of people from my hometown that came. To New yeah, York, more yeah. than I feel like they're LA. all failing, but it's <laughs> but they, a lot of them came. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I love ranch so much. I and I feel like all of my friends do too. I think your friends are I think broken people. You're unwell. Yeah, you're you're not well. What's your number one dipping condiment then? If you're eating like chicken fingers or something, honey mustard. Uh, honey mustard. Yes. Really. I, I mean, like it I when like it's a little. Um, there is this one brand of honey mustard that's kind of spicy, and I fuck with that. It's heavy. not Chick Fil A, right? No, they have really good honey mustard. They, they do Chick Fil A nice has mustard. awesome dips. Yeah, I think it's got a little man on it. On the um, it's, it starts with a G, maybe. New and it's like on? a little. No, no, no. It's a little like a. He looks like a leprechaun or something. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I so will Newman's say. own. Paul Newman. It's not yeah. Newman's own. <laughs> But he's uh, excited to be there, and it's kind of spicy. Okay. It like burns a little bit, almost like horseradish. Dust. I like that. Like, I love you know, horseradish yeah. dip too. Don't like that. I love it. I no. love dips. Like if I'm eating chicken fingers, I'll get one of every dip. I will heavily skew on ranch. Maybe I'll get two ranches and then one of everything. I am else. actually as every time you say ranch, I'm getting more nauseous. <laughs> um, honey mustard number one, number two uh, barbecue. 
Number three, just any kind of hot sauce. Mm. Those are like my three. If I'm, I'm gonna dip chicken fingers, I'm barbecue from McDonald's. I love the barbecue. Okay, it's like a sweet, like a sweet reason. barbecue. Yeah, I love their sweet and sour sauce. Do you guys fuck with that? I used oh, to when no, I was a kid. I'm not. Yeah, I'm different now. I used mm. to. When I was I'm a kid, an adult woman. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually fuck with the hot mustard more than I do with the okay. sweet and sour now. As an yeah, adult. I don't do sweet and sour either because it's it doesn't. McDonald's makes me sick now though. Yeah, I me think too. I eat too much natural stuff like for me to go back to McDonald's. McDonald's actively ruins my. It fucks you up. Yeah. Yeah. You it's weird. You feel it in your chest. Yes, yeah. I feel like I'm having a heart yeah. attack. <laughs> I don't even like. When, it's so crazy when you're little. Like you would eat McDonald's and then go play in the play place. Yeah. And now I'm like I have to lay down. But yeah. if you, <laughs> my chest hurts. If you think about your memories, though, I remember my mom taking me to McDonald's, but not really eating McDonald's with me. So it's like the yeah, adults no, knew. they didn't eat it. The adults no. knew. They were like, I know, I know how to appease you and get you out of my hair, so I'm taking McDonald's. But I remember my mom never had a hundred percent. What my parents would do is they would take my brother and I to McDonald's, get it to go, and then they would go to their own restaurant. And then we would eat our McDonald's <laughs> at the restaurant. Oh, that's so cool. Whoa, yeah. that's extra. Yeah, dude. Asian that's smart. Don't up in the suburbs. <laughs> that's smart that's as fuck, shit. actually. <laughs> dude, some... we're fucking... Hmong people just got to America, bro. Like, we don't know the fucking... The uh, etiquette. The etiquette. That is, you're not yeah. allowed to bring the Happy Meal yeah. into Chez Paris. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. No, my parents would never do that. They had a little more coof than that. No. But <laughs> so my brother and I have our fucking McDonald's bags and shit, and my parents are eating their fancy meal. I love yeah. that. No, my parents will eat the McDonald's. Just like a broken that. family shit. Yeah. <laughs> Divorced all, parents type all shit. All different trajectories, <laughs> just eating, eating dinner in different rooms and yeah. shit. So we've concluded that you're wrong. Ranch I just lose, disgusting. I guess, yeah, because yeah. I'm outvoted. Yeah, three. three against. Have you guys ever, like, no. found anything you would prefer with ranch added to it maybe no. titties that's about it yeah, not no i would not prefer i want i want regular raw titty, <laughs> raw titty. if i'm gonna have titty i want it on its own raw no, titty ranch i mean if, if you're gonna put someone on a titty you can't i mean it could be rough to have oh. ranch on it but i'd rather damn than other things you know? uh, no ugh, ugh, ugh. what is it what, what is it about ranch what are the specs inside of ranch what are they i think it is, is it, it really is just mayo what are the same ingredients in the semen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, enzyme. It is some up. acid. I think it is. The base is mayo. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to throw up. We can't keep talking about ranch. It's my least favorite. Ranch probably. And I don't know. Ranch is probably my least favorite food. Really? And I'm still sucking dick. So what is does it, it mean, Is you it guys? the consistency or the flavor? or It's both. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, like, oh, you just don't like any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's like me and Brussels sprouts. I, did, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like but that, you're sprouts. also wrong about that. That's my one. Brussels sprouts thing. are good. And you like uh, paprika. You could put like some paprika on it. Get there, like. the smoked paprika okay. from Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That smoked paprika is better than all the other smoked paprika. Okay. Okay. Uh, Buy that tomorrow. Roast them in the oven. You could uh, some cuts of butter in there. Yeah. It'll be good. Side of ranch. What are you doing? What? <laughs> the Brussels sprouts. Just that would be the most, the just, most heinous food. He's just a fucking saboteur. <laughs> Yo, actually, Brussels sprouts would be good with ranch. You know what? No. Maybe that's the only way you could eat it. If that's what He's you not, need. Well, it's more like blue cheese because you could do bacon bits in that tray. Right. Blue with cheese. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts? Yes. That you would could be do. Good. Like a little skewer of blue cheese, Brussels sprouts, and oh, bacon. Oh, that would together. be good, actually. Yeah, yeah. And but now not ranch. Not okay. ranch. No, all right, all right. don't do this. I'm gonna die on my hill of ranch, but I understand and I appreciate you it's guys. It's an ugly hill to die on. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I lose. I know most people don't like ranch or mayo, and I love both. <sighs> Raw mayo. Oh, yeah. I am 
like it's bubbling up in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> the vomit is bubbling up. Just from the word. You know how some people can't hear the word like moist or whatever? Ranch. I, yeah, it's, oh, right. I'm dizzy. Well, you guys win the food fight. <laughs> I win, as um, per usual. Damn. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take a long, hard look at myself in the mirror. Take the L. Yeah, man. Covered in ranch dressing. They should deport you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good turn. You know what's <laughs> fucked up now? Specifically You know you. how ranch used to just come in the salad dressing bottle? Yes. Now they... Make it come in like a specific okay, bottle let's for you on. to just squeeze on stuff, like <laughs> a ketchup bottle. Yeah, for ranch, and I'm the dude that buys that. I'm having contractions. <laughs> People I'm at Associated well. Foods are looking at you. <laughs> like, this motherfucker oh, buying oh, ranch. Oh well, I think we've come to the end of the episode. Brandon, what do you have to plug, man? Talk about your pod. Talk about shows you have yeah, coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got Medium Popcorn Nigga Spoiling Movies. It's a Rotten Tomatoes accredited uh, movie review podcast. It's uh, released every Wednesday. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, and then if you're in New York City, Saturday, February 29th, at Caveat in Lower East Side, uh, Drunk Black History. It's been featured in Time Out in New York and all these great things. It's going to be a lot of fun where we get comedians drunk and we talk about historical black figures that not many people know about because our history just doesn't cover it in schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get tickets at AmericanCollins.com for that. Yes. Awesome, dude. I've been on You're both killing of these it. shows and they're amazing. Yep. Yeah. And you guys can uh, follow me at American Collins. Thank you so much for having me on. Really thanks for, for coming. Thanks for coming on, dude. Talking shit with us. Yeah, of course. It's always <laughs> this fun. is fun as hell. <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Brian L. Yang and on Twitter at Brian Yang. Ariel. Uh, you can follow me on the internet at Ariel Lieti and AerialLieti.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate the subscriptions and the nice, mm-hmm. kind words. Uh, please help us out and bump us up in the ratings. Love us. Uh, and as always, we're presented by Listening Party, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. We'll be back next week. Brandon, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, Goodbye, everyone. We love you. I love ranch. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>